Llegó la venta en Vuelve la Alegría de JCPenney. Completa tu lista de regalos y ahorra 25% extra con el cupón de esta semana. O ahorra hasta 80% en joyería fina con ofertas Redbow después del cupón. Visita Sephora dentro de JCPenney y encuentra las marcas de belleza y perfumes que les encantan. Y aprovecha y entrega tu auto. Juntos en celebración y paz. JCPenney. Ofertas válidas del 20 al 24 de diciembre. Aplican condiciones y exclusiones. Sephora se excluye de los cupones. Detalles en la tienda o jcp.com. Curling fans, as America's best curling teams prepare to compete on the world stage, you've come to the one place with everything you need involving USA Curling. It's the Extra Extra In podcast with Price Atkinson. Get ready for everything that you need to know. News, interviews, points of view, anything involving Team USA forming and the 2018 Winter Olympics in South Korea for Team USA Curling is found here. It's the Extra Extra In podcast with Price Atkinson and the 12th In Sports Network crew powered by Isagenix. All right, welcome into the Extra Extra Podcast high atop Baxter Arena here as we put a bow and recap on day two here at the U.S. Olympic Trials in Omaha, joined by Jerry Gertz, President and CEO of Curling Zone once again tonight, and also my man Joe Calabrese from the 12th End Sports Network called two great games today, but really, guys, what a great night session we had with three good games across the board. Yeah, you know what? You look at the uh, women's game between uh, Jamie Sinclair and Corey Christensen. It's, I think, you know what? We, we talked about these teams being pretty even coming in, and after one round session, they're all square one and one. So, uh, you know, this is pretty interesting. Corey made a huge clutch draw for the win in the end, and, uh, you know, I think that team is going to learn a ton here this week, uh, win or lose, and, and it's going to set them up really well for the future. Yeah. Yeah, I think one of the stories of this so far is, you know, early on, it's the resiliency of that Christensen team. They lost a tough one this morning to Nina Roth. Yeah. They come back, and, and they were winning that game against Sinclair, and then Sinclair sort of came roaring back. And Christensen needed to make a, a pretty good shot there at the end, uh, draw around uh, some center guards uh, into the button area, and, and she made it. And, uh, you know, that's what gets us to everybody being one on one here. Yeah. I, I think one of the stories of the day, and, and we're going to get on t- into really just kind of some highlights here, uh, is we're going to keep this thing pretty tight here on the Extraction Podcast, our second nightly wrap-up. But one of the things for me, guys, we mentioned three really good games tonight. Joe talking about it here. Corey Christensen, her first ever trials win. What a great shot there against Jamie uh, on that final rock to get a uh, the victory over Jamie Sinclair, 7-6. to six. Now Christensen right back in it real quickly at 1-1. One one. Yeah, I think. For Jamie's team, I think they're going to be a little bit disappointed about that result. They definitely had some opportunities and, you know, a steal in the third end. And, uh, you know, they kind of gave away a point in the ninth end there where they had a shot for a second point. And, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, that might be a, a game of some missed opportunities for Sinclair at the end of the day. Yeah, not yeah. to mention the tenth end where she had an outturn drawn. And they, while they cut off the outturn path they wound up about two two and a half feet short and that's what opened up the intern path for christensen to get there into the button right yeah the whole end that whole 10th end uh, jamie was looking really good like uh, Corey might not even have a shot and and uh they just yeah you're right they left that short and uh it gave Corey that that opening all right here's what Corey christensen caught up with her really quickly right after coming off the ice she was even still kind of shaking uh with that last shot but excited nonetheless here's what she had to say 
Yeah, I'm still a little jittery. <laughs> that was it was just a great game. I mean, we came out shooting and uh, yeah, came down to last rock and it was a team shot on the last yeah. one. Like they just called it perfectly. So, how does it feel to get uh, your first win at the Olympic trials? I mean, this has got to be something special that you won't forget. Great, yeah, yeah. Like I said, we just played really well, so it's really exciting. Getting the win tonight. How does that kind of move you guys in and propel y'all till tomorrow? Yeah, I mean, we're right in the mix of things now, so that was a big win for us. Awesome. Congratulations. Thanks. All right, that's Corey Christensen coming off that first ever trials victory, something I don't think she's going to forget anytime soon. Mr. Gertz? Yeah, you know what? They were really fired up after <laughs> they, were. they made that shot, too. You know, they didn't know they had it made until that rock came to rest yeah. uh, right in the last uh, second there, and uh, you could really see the emotion uh, that the team was showing. Yeah, fired up for them. So uh, they get the win over Sinclair, 7-6. to six. One of the other highlights, guys, uh, how about Heater McCormick? They get a win tonight after and bounce back after this morning when they lose to John Schuster, 7-5, to five, or I guess not this morning, but in the early session today. But come back with a really, de- I guess, Burr, our feature game tonight, Joe, kind of defensive, you know, trying to blanket early. And Richie, I talked to Richie Ruinen down there, and he said, look, I told our guys exactly how they're going to play this, and that's exactly what they did. But McCormick, they get four in the ninth, handshake 6-2 to two over Todd Burr. Yeah, it looked like uh, Todd Burr kind of went back to some of his older strategy. Uh, last year, this wasn't really the case. They, they played a more aggressive style at Nationals, and I think, you know, they kept playing that open draw every time uh, the center guard went up. And yep just led to hit after hit after hit after hit for a few ends and you know some missed opportunities here and there and um you know in the end of the, at the end of the day McCormick's left with a shot for to really end it does it makes it for four and wins that game six to two yeah and you know it's a joke sometimes that there is a and I, and I even joke with uh Richie down there I said look there is a Heater McCormick, and there is a Heath McCormick. Heater McCormick has shown up in Baxter Arena in Omaha through four games, Yuri. Yeah, that steal in seven was huge, but uh, at the end of the day, uh, Heater throws 93% in that game, uh, applies through an 88% as well. And and, uh, you know what? They really had to play well in the first first half of that game to uh, keep Todd off the board. And and then, you know, those missed opportunities from, from Burr's side and you know, we go back to that first game at Nationals last year mm-hmm. when uh, Heath McCormick stepped on the ice and uh, Todd Burr uh, knocked him off in that first game, and that mm-hmm. set the tone for that event for Heater and I think for Todd as well. And and I think this was a really important game for Heater to uh, to step up, and and uh, they certainly showed up strong today. Now at three and one, obviously John Schuster he wins again tonight. We'll get into that just in a quick second. They're now three and zero, oh, but Heater McCormick a team. We kind of touched on it last night, Jerry, but a team that really needed to get off to a good start that can sometimes be very up and down, Joe. Heater coming out, getting three and one, and having that confidence early for any team here, I can't think of a better team to have that kind of start needed than Heater McCormick. You know, I, the thing about Heater is this. I think if he's feeling his draw weight, and I, he is right now, yeah. and you yeah. give him a front end like Howell and Dropkin, who are powerful and smart sweepers, Yep. Um, and, and you put somebody like Plies into that mix who's uh, you know certainly very talented, um, they're going to be a really dangerous team here. Yeah, that's it's really been a performance this week where they've come together strong and and uh, you know you're starting to see some real separation in the field already. You know that uh, Schuster three and zero, obviously you were mentioning that, and we'll touch on that soon. But Heater three and one, 
the rest of the field is falling behind and they really got to get their act in gear or else we're going to have a two-horse race real soon. Yep, afterwards, here's what Christopher Plies had to say about the 3-1 and one start. Going in, that we needed to go out there and get the hammer before the game if we didn't want to get into a game like that, and we didn't. So um, we just it was a good display of patience on our part. And, uh, you know, I mean, those guys, the other guys made a bunch of shots and, and didn't really allow them. We tried to get them to play. and um, But, yeah, we took advantage when we got the hammer at the end, and that's all she wrote. He seems like he's uh, utter, just totally dialed in, playing just really, really good right now. Yeah, man, Heater's dialed, and it's fun to it's fun to play with him. And he's not the most techie guy, but uh, he's an artist out there, and he's showing it what he can do. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks, Chris. Thanks. All right, that's Chris Plies there. Caught up with him right after they came off the ice here tonight. Uh, but nonetheless, Heater McCormick three and one, a great start. Let's move to. Another surprise, guys, at least in my eyes, it's kind of an un- unexpected surprise. And you look at if you had told me 3-0 and or 0-3 and Brady Clark, that's how they would start this Olympic trials, I would have taken 3-0 and all day. But here is Team Clark sitting at 0-3 after their first three games, guys. Surprised or shocked? Definitely surprised. Okay. Um, shocked, maybe not so much. Okay. But, uh, you know, in this field – they're, you know, they're they're the third, fourth ranked team coming into this okay. field. So at the end of the day, you know what? There's, uh, you know, you're starting to see. I think the top teams build that separation. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, you know, you look at uh, what happened early yesterday with with Clark losing a game he should have won at the beginning against Schuster, mm-hmm. and then starting off rough against uh, Heater with that steal of two, and then today same thing. You know, they they Brady did struggle again today. And it almost feels like they got into the, you know, off to that wrong momentum start, you know, just that mm-hmm. feel. And, and you know, for, for, for Brady's team, you know, that's critical. Brady is Brady is what makes that team go. And when he's not feeling it, they're, they're in trouble. And, and they have started slow before, Joe. I mean, Brady Clark, I don't want to say notorious for slow starts at national type events, but it's not unfamiliar territory. Yeah, we've seen that a little bit before. And I think, you know, kind of looking at the game so far, I think Jerry's exactly right i mean mm-hmm. they had that first game it, it, it was in the palm of their hands and brady did some kind of uncharacteristic things they missing some draws they they kind of made some mistakes in their sweep calls and kind of put themselves in a bad spot and then the next game happens and, and some of the similar type things happen and it kind of just snowballed and you, you look at the the statistics and brady's at the bottom of the skip uh, statistics and it's not something i necessarily would expect um and they're going to have to run the table, basically, and then get it some help yeah. just, to, just to get into that, that two spot. Yeah. yeah, you're talking about historical, too, about Brady with his back against the wall. As I think it was 2013. They went 4-0 to start. Then they lost uh, the next four. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, that was the time they, of getting here, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. And then they, and then they <laughs> ran off uh, four more wins to win it. They won a couple tiebreakers and then ground their way through the bottom half of the page playoff bracket there. So, you know, don't count them out yet. Certainly not. Nope, we will have the... Team Clark against Team Brown, Craig Brown and company, on our feature sheet tomorrow morning. But caught up with uh, uh, Brady Clark tonight just for a few minutes and ask him how they regrouped a little bit with the evening off and not having to play just to kind of catch their breath. 
you know, we're out here going to get a little practice tonight, try to tighten up a few things, and we'll come back tomorrow and uh, see if we can't battle well. And, uh, you know, I need to pick it up. I've just had some shots. Just, just you know, we're just just missing. Yeah. But misses are misses. And so we're we're, uh, we're definitely going to be ready, and we're going to keep battling here. You yeah. know, five and three could easily, easily get you into the playoffs. So. The evening off, how did you guys kind of reset things? What did you all do to regroup? Did you sit down, team meeting, just kind of say, look, it's just a shot here, shot there? Did you change something? I mean, just kind of how did you guys reset? Well, we sat down with the coach, definitely, and we talked about, you know, hey, what's going on? What are we seeing? Um, you know, talking about is there anything going on from uh, anything, anybody within the team? Is there any mm-hmm. team dynamics issues, communication issues? What do we need to tighten up on? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, it's a little bit of execution and just, you know, sweeping rocks to a little more precise spots, throwing rocks, giving the sweepers a little better chance. Um, so, you know, nothing huge, and, and really sometimes just resetting is just getting a little time away from the sport for a few hours and, you know, just kind of decompressing. I hung out with family this evening, and, you know, kind of, I feel better. My, my, my girlfriend's here, so, uh, you, know, it, you know, life's good. Just, you know, step away from the sport and, you know, kind of get your mind clear, do some visualization, imagery, and get yourself back to where you need to be. We'll see you tomorrow, tomorrow morning against Craig Brown, and then tomorrow night against John Schuster. Good luck. Yeah, thank you very much. All right, and that's Brady Clark there just kind of talking about regrouping those guys. Again, we will have them on our feature sheet tomorrow morning on the stream, Joe, as I will be with you. That's going to be a little bit of fun for me, getting to move into one of those big boy chairs over there. Finally graduate, maybe do a big boy chair for one game. But another, what about tonight, uh, John Schuster? Those guys are 3-0. My take from that, just real quick, we kind of finished up the stream tonight with that game. Those are the kind of dogfights that John Schuster needs to win here at the Olympic trials, making those kind of shots at the very end. He does it tonight. Those are the kind of things he's going to have to do here. We want to get on the podium, of course, at the Winter Games. Yeah, tonight was really the John Schuster show in that game. Mm -hmm. He really stepped up his game and and, uh, made a ton of shots, carried his team. Up and down the lineup, they were kind of – little bit off still Mm -hmm. i think they haven't found their uh, top gear yet as a team and uh, you know you saw a lot of shots tonight where they uh, you know they're trying to play the hit and rolls and and shots like that and they're just not quite there yet Mm -hmm. and uh, you know a lot of nose hit on those nose hits on those rolls and Mm -hmm. and just not getting that finish so john i think uh, you know put the put the horse in in gear and uh, took charge and uh, and then that draw at the end, yeah. that was a big-time shot. Yeah, that's what makes him like the, the number one skip in the U.S., right, is that, he, that he's been in that situation, he knows how to make that shot. You know, I think you know, this is sort of the situation now where if, if the rest of the team isn't quite playing up to where they need to play, mm-hmm. you know, if, if they're going to win this thing, he's got to manage the game well. And he's a really good game manager. He doesn't leave himself in impossible situations. He leaves himself always with a path. Mm-hmm. His team understands that... You know, what needs to happen to make it work? He gets a lot of input from his team, but at the end of the day, it's his decision, it's mm-hmm. his shot, and he knows exactly what he wants to do. Yeah. Yeah, and, and you know, you look at John, and I think there's a there's a big-time maturity coming from himself uh, personally and, and how he's working well with his team. And, you know, you're really seeing the work that uh, that, that team has put together over the last uh, three, four years that they've been together going and playing the big time events and and uh and and building that experience that has set themselves up well here and now you see john as that confident leader out there that's something that Mm -hmm. i think four years ago you would kind of scoff at a little bit but uh yeah this this uh quadrennial cycle has been huge for john and and uh 
you know, if they can finish this job off, I'm expecting big things for them in uh, in Korea. Yeah, you know, you kind of look at the model, you know, teams out in Canada that over the last 10 years, the Kevin Martins and the Glenn Howards and the, those teams had a, a skip who had an immense amount of experience playing top teams at mm-hmm. top level. It takes a little longer for teams in the U.S. to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think John is, is amassing the type of experience that he's going to need to play well over time at the world level. Yeah, the thing is, is he's he was so young when he started skipping. And, and yeah. uh, I think a lot of people fail to realize that when you look at a lot of the top skips in the game. And talent-wise, game management-wise, mm-hmm. shot-making, you know, I always saw John as a player who could be, you know, one of the best skips in the game. Mm-hmm. My, my thoughts on that is he just had to get out of his own way. And uh, he's really finding himself out here. Uh, yeah. And uh, it's fun to see. You know, in that last draw, I'm sorry, I know we're trying to wrap things up here. Oh. But that last draw that he had tonight, it, it's the kind of shot that he might have missed in a big spot in the past. And I think that maturity level that you're talking about, um, you know, the experience that we've been talking about, all that's building and, and the confidence that his team has in him mm-hmm. has grown um, immensely, I think, over the last couple of years. You throw that back to the draw he made at Nationals last year to yeah. win against Burr as well. So, yeah, yeah yep. exactly. All right, when we come back, final thoughts uh, on the night here, night two, Sunday night at the U.S. Olympic Trials in Omaha, Nebraska. When we come back, final thoughts, and we'll set the table for tomorrow here on the Extra Extra Podcast with the 12th in Sports Network, powered by Isagenics. If you're looking to buy new curling equipment, don't settle for cheap imitations. Hardline came onto the scene seven years ago and is at the forefront of high-performance and recreational curling equipment. Hardline's ice pad is the best choice when it comes to brush heads, which is why top-ranked pros play with it, including world champions Team Gushu, as well as U.S. men's and women's national champions Team Schuster and Team Sinclair. Whether you're looking for brooms, the ProSlide delivery aid designed by Reed Carruthers, or shoes and apparel, take a look at Hardline and see why they are the number one choice for curling equipment. Show this sponsor your support by going to tesn.us and clicking on the Hardline Ice Pad logo. All right, welcome back in to the Extra Extra and Podcast. So we're finishing up night two. Guys, just quick final thoughts here out of the gate uh, just as we get ready to turn the page to day three and Monday here at the trials. You know, I'm really looking forward to see what happens in the second round of the women's uh, draw, see who kind of comes back uh, fired up after uh, everybody winds up one and one and after the first go round. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a triple round robin here, and I th- this is the opportunity. It's sort of a moving day, as, as you talk about in golf. Yeah. Jerry? Yeah, you're looking at uh, the women's side. It's going to continue to be a, a tough battle for all three teams, and uh, yeah, we'll see who steps forward. I, you know, Jamie's uh, performance tonight, uh, you know, a little bit below, I think, what they were looking for, and, and you know they're going to, uh, you know, look to be uh, firing again tomorrow. And then, of course, on the men's side, uh, you know, we'll see what happens with uh, McCormick and Schuster. They're building mm-hmm. that. They're stretching ahead of the field. The the horses are out of the gate, and uh <laughs> And they've got a couple lengths on the field, so uh, it'll be uh, interesting to see if uh, you know Brown and and uh, Clark and Burke can get back in this thing. Yep, this is, well, Schuster three and zero on the men's side. They will be on the ice tomorrow morning against Todd Burr. Real quick, here's what Matt Hamilton had to say: Is an always fired up Matt Hamilton after the game tonight as they knock off uh, Craig Brown and company. All right, Matt, you guys get three and zero. A big win tonight. Great shot by Schuster there at the end. Yeah. Um you know, we didn't have an ideal roll on his first one, and uh, we we knew right after he threw it, and it, the rocks settled that we were going to have to draw the lid. So John's one of the best at it, and he knew to trust us and throw it down so we could judge it in there, and, you know, we just did our jobs. Yeah. That's the key to the game. How are you enjoying this crowd here in Omaha? Another great one here tonight, Sunday night. 
I don't think I've ever played at a uh, national championship of sorts that has drawn a crowd quite like this. Uh, every once in a while when we go to Canada, the crowds will get big, but these guys are having fun, and you can feel it out on the ice. You guys are having fun when you're winning 3-0, man. Good, jo- good job. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank you very much. All right, that's Matt Hamilton right there. And, again, John Schuster and Todd Burr, guys, they will be on Sheet B tomorrow morning at 11 o'clock, our feature game on Sheet D. That will be Craig Brown and Brady Clark, Joe. And then we will also have on the stream tomorrow on Sheet C, Christensen and Roth. That will be our morning uh, lineup. Pretty good games right there. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, both those teams play. And then at night we got Clark in the uh, nightcap as well. So this is his opportunity to get back in it. He's got to yep. win both of those. Yeah, and you mentioned tomorrow night, uh, Craig Brown, Heater McCormick, that'll be on Sheet B, 7 o'clock. Brady Clark, John Schuster, that'll be a good one there on Sheet C. And then Jamie Sinclair and Nina Roth on Sheet D. That's the lineup tomorrow evening on day three here of the Olympic trials. Final thoughts, guys, before we get out of here. Yeah, you're going to need to see Burr, Clark, and Brown pretty much win everything tomorrow outside the games they play each other, or this is going to be over soon. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that women's field, it's fun. This is, uh, you know, it's, it's really cool to see that uh, Corey get that win, square it all up, and and, uh, and keep it tight. All right. Joe? Yeah, I agree. Looking really mm-hmm. forward to tomorrow, seeing what happens in that women's field. All right. Joe Cap for Joe Calabrese, 12th In Sports Network, Jerry Gert, President and CEO of Curling Zone, Bryce Atkinson here, high atop Baxter Arena. Our final time we'll sign off here from day two sunday night of the olympic trials baxter arena in omaha we'll see you guys again tomorrow with another recap from the trials here in omaha have a great night thanks for being with us on this edition of the extra extra in podcast with price atkinson follow price and the 12th in sports network crew on twitter and facebook to stay up on our weekly contest giveaways and guests for upcoming episodes of the extra extra in podcast powered by Isogenics.